baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know, bizarre behavior in the normal world, there's a normalcy to it in Vegas. I've seen naked people in casinos, and it's, it's funny, and there's no consequences to it. Because it's, it's a private, it's not a public area, unless somebody complains, unless, you know, there's, there's no kids around. We've all heard that phrase, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And while that's pretty good advice, it doesn't always work out that way. You just heard Corey Levitan, a longtime Vegas journalist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal and other publications. He recently reported on one incident that made it out of Sin City and into the national headlines. Levitan, who currently writes the Las Vegas Myths Busted column for Casino, joined us to discuss the case of a naked man who danced on a casino table and punched an amputee. He also helped us dispel some myths about what's really legal in Las Vegas. That is Laura Berry, one of our producers. I'm your host, Mike Rogers, and this is Something Offbeat. All right, so tell me about this naked, gyrating guy. That's the name that I wanted to catch on on social media, and, and, and it never caught on. So I'm, I'm trying a second attempt now. Levitan discovered a video of this guy who lives in West Babylon, New York. He was in Vegas for his bachelor party. And, of course, that video was immediately posted on social media. Just a regular guy with a regular story, and he, he happened to do something very irregular. It was not drunken from, drinking from, drank from. Uh, it was still prepared uh, with a bunch of shots on, still on that circular tray on the bar. And he says, yeah, F it. Um, and, he, and he did a shot. Well, uh, there was something funny in that shot, something very hallucinogenic. And uh, he proceeded to punch out a guy with one leg. <laughs> that wouldn't be over right there. He he punched out a one-legged guy, <laughs> and then he took all of his clothes off and ran. And then he ended up uh, jumping on <laughs> a live blackjack table and gyrating. According to Levitan's report, the man claims he was drugged. So, of course, my re- first reaction was, yes, you know, because I saw it first on Twitter, because uh, casinos do their best to hide uh, bad news stories from the public, especially when they involve death, suicide, anything else that may tarnish their marketing glow. So, and the police help them, uh, but only when they can. When there are already citizen journalist videos all over Twitter, X, whatever it's called, those are the cases where they can't hide a story and they have to have some sort of response. Then I had a follow-up reaction, which was pretty much, oh, poor guy. He snagged a drink off a bar. That's really all he did. I could have easily have done that in my younger days. Then I had a third reaction, which was, why is everybody on the Internet saying that his body is horrible when mine is much, much worse? (laughs) 
Levitan is right. It's hard to get people to talk on the record about what goes down in Las Vegas. But I was able to dig up some historical information about this infamous town. Uh, Most of us probably associate Vegas with casinos, and according to the Nevada Resorts Association, gambling has always been a big deal in the state. Prospectors searching for gold first brought it there. Mike, you're usually pretty good at trivia. Do you know when gambling officially became legal in Nevada? When Wayne Newton said it was okay. That's a good guess. Uh, It was, the date was 1931. 31. That's uh, that's a lot longer ago than I would have thought. Although it would still take a while for the strip that is now synonymous with Las Vegas to start growing. In our research, we found that the El Rancho Vegas Western-themed hotel and casino, the first themed resort on the strip, opened back in 1941. Now today, there are more than 30 casinos on the Strip, all with different themes. And of course, that's just on the Strip. There are more than that scattered around the city. And Vegas is still the go-to destination for gambling in the U.S., even as more places around the country legalize it. Um, But it's also famous for a few other things. All-you-can-eat buffets, live entertainment, and in the past, divorces. In 1931, the same year that gambling was legalized there, divorce laws were also made a lot more liberal. That's right, and that's made it a destination for quickie divorces. Since then, it's been more famous for quickie marriages. Like We all remember Britney Spears' 55-hour marriage back in 2004. And here's another thing Vegas is known for. Prostitution is the big one. People, because they see the, the billboard trucks saying, girls, straight to your room, and they see the guys handing out the hooker cards, as they're known with uh, the numbers, and they figure, oh, well, you know, that's totally legal. I I heard it was legal in Nevada. Well, no. What's legal is dialing one of those numbers and getting a girl to your hotel room. What happens once that girl is in the hotel room might be legal, might be illegal, but no one's going to tell. You're not going to tell unless you get trick rolled, in which case you have to go and report it to a court, and everybody you've ever known has to, when they Google your name, gets to see that you were trick-rolled, and you make every excuse in the world to try and make it look not like what it really was. Now, dancing naked and punching people on casino floors is also illegal. That gyrating guy that Levitan mentioned, he did get arrested for his antics. As ridiculous as this whole thing sounds, punching out the, the one-legged guy and getting up on the blackjack table... It's not unheard of for stuff like this to happen in Vegas, is it? No, absolutely not. Uh, In fact, it happens a lot. It's just, is there a victim? Well, in this case, yeah, the guy got punched out. And in the age of Twitter, you can't stop videos from, uh, you know, that's actually something that's uh, one of the myths about Vegas is that it's illegal on a casino floor to take photographs or to to live stream. That was updated. Once everybody realized that everybody was taking photos and they weren't being stopped anymore, then the new myth became, oh, you're not allowed to live stream from a casino. Well, that's true. A lot of casinos do have these rules against doing that. They could throw you out. But there's nothing illegal, and there's never been anything illegal about any of that. It's not against the law, just like counting cards. That one surprised me a little bit. That's got to be illegal. Card counting was never illegal. It's just basically a case of somebody developing a skill that was not foreseen because back in the days when there was only one deck, it was a lot 
easier to do that. And they didn't foresee that uh, that this game of, of luck could become such a game of skill if you had uh, that ability. But there is nothing illegal with going into a casino with an ability, as, as Rayman fictitiously showed us. You know, it can be done. And Ben Affleck, you can get banned for life from a casino. Ben, ben is banned from the Hard Rock for life. I've only been to Vegas once and I was eight years old, so I didn't get up to anything that could, you know, get me banned from a casino, though I may have grabbed one of those really expensive mini bar candy bars. Uh, Do you have any crazy Vegas stories, Mike? You know, Lauren, Vegas is an acquired taste that I have never really acquired, but we did go there one, one very memorable trip. My wife and I renewed our wedding vows on our 10th anniversary in Vegas at one of those little chapels on the Strip. We got remarried by an Elvis impersonator. Oh, I love that. I actually am fond of the idea of an Elvis impersonator wedding. I think it sounds really fun. Well, we had our choice. We could get the old fat Elvis or the young skinny Elvis. And we chose the old fat Elvis, but they told us he wasn't working on Thursdays. So we had to go with the the young skinny Elvis in the gold suit. The the 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong, Elvis. I was hoping that you were going to get the fat Elvis when you said that, because that's my preferred Elvis, actually. I think but. it's everyone's preferred Elvis. But it, you know what? It <laughs> With was, the it rhinestones was and everything. Wonderful <laughs> experience, just the same. We had, we had a great time. And then, you know, we had our children by then. So we had uh, our reception at a Taco Bell on the Strip, and then we drove to Disneyland. That sounds amazing. So you weren't seeing any really crazy things on the casino floors or anything during that trip, I'm guessing. Not particularly. We don't do much gambling, so we didn't really make it down into the casinos. Plus, with the kids, they were little. We spent a lot of time in the pool, and then we went to the wedding chapel and then left town. That sounds like the way to do it. The one thing that I've seen in a casino that it it doesn't seem that crazy, but it was wild. It was a bunch, and and I'll I'll show you the photo. I'll send it to you so you can put it up. uh, But it was was like uh, six or seven Buddhist monks in full robes surrounding a jackpot and, you know, all rooting. Which to me, I mean, uh, a Buddhism always struck me as being, you know, the pinnacle of anti-materialism. And here (laughs) here are these Buddhist monks. Levitan had a column for the Las Vegas Review-Journal from 2005 to 2011. It was called Fear and Loafing. It even led him to taking on the task of being a go-go dancer for a night. So it says here that you were a go-go dancer. I got to hear more about that. I got to try all these crazy jobs. And uh, not uh, I didn't try to fail in them. I really did my best to prepare, but I really only gave myself a day to prepare for each one. So they inevitably failed in a funny way. So I got up there and I, you know, I, I need a little help. So I, I got some, I put some decor on, I put pasties over my nipples and I had a, I had a, I had a pair of panties on and uh, I made 11 bucks that night, but it was, it was hard one. And I didn't have to turn it back to the review journal because uh, it was my money. I earned it. But that gives you, you know, that experience probably gave you a, a great firsthand view of, of the people who come to Vegas, the tourists, and the really dumb things that they do and the laws that they break. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of them, you never hear about it because casinos are uh, uh, always about protecting their clientele, protecting their identity, protecting the things that they, they want. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas to be true. It's just that that can't happen anymore because of social media. That's that's what killed it. And that slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's not just a slogan, as you've been pointing out. 
that's for real. It's it served as a, a guiding a guidepost for for the casinos in terms of how they handled situations. What is it about Vegas? All these wild stories that come out of this city. The gambling. I mean, what is it? Well, Vegas is a place that encourages magical thinking, and most people head there with some reliance on luck to have a good time. So the brain starts to see patterns in things that aren't really there. Okay, this this carpet, for example, is really busy and nauseating. Maybe there's a reason it's like that. Oh, I know. So I'll keep my head looking sh- straight up at the games in front of me and not down on the, you know, there are uh, all these myths. That's another Vegas rumor that Levitan cleared up for us. No, the reason casino carpets are busy is because of how many people are carrying drinks uh, uh, that are easy to spill inside the casinos, especially the colored slushy kind. That's, that's why carpets in all casinos are busy. But these carpets have contributed to even more secrets leaving Vegas. Here's how Levitan explained it. The carpets are how the carpet detectives, uh, they're called on Twitter, determine where a crime has been committed because Metro, Las Vegas uh, Metropolitan Police Department, uh, always likes to tweet out announcements of what, what they've been working on so people think that their tax dollars are going to you know useful things. But as a favor to the casinos, a lot of times they don't mention where an act has occurred at a strip casino. But the casino carpet detectives know where every one of those is because the carpets are all different. They're branded for each casino. That's a matter of pride for the casinos that most people don't know. Tell me this. As long as we got you here real quick, any other Vegas myths you want to debunk? You know, I'm only an expert in the last one of these myth columns that I could remember. And uh, I just worked on the one that went up today, which is that that nobody knows the hotel floor they're actually on when they're in Vegas, because most of the strip hotels don't have a 13th floor. Okay, well, that's one floor you get rid of. And you understand why that uh, nobody would want to rent a room on the 13th floor if they're coming to a place uh, relying somewhat on good luck to have a good time. But what they don't know is that they're also missing a fourth floor, and they're also missing all the 40s, between 40 and 49, all gone. Because in Asia, number four is just as unlucky as 13 is to Westerners. So if you have a room on the 60th floor at the Wynn, you have a 48th floor view. (laughs) Note to self, that is something to remember the next time I book a room on the Strip. I'm Mike Rogers. Thanks for listening to Something Offbeat. This episode written and produced by Lauren Berry and Chris Blake. Audio editing by Chris Blake. Original music by Myron Kaplan. And editorial support from Cooper Mall. Now to keep listening, please subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have your own offbeat story that you think we should cover, let us know about it. Send it to us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.